Welcome, everyone, to the Joey Harris Show. I'm your host, Joey Harris, and we are broadcasting from Makeshift Studio in the shadow of South Central Virginia. You can always get me anytime, Joey Harris Comedy at gmail.com. And joining me today is the man who was the stand in for Cedric the Entertainer and codenamed the Cleaner. TJ, how are you, my friend? All right. And, and Cat Williams has nothing bad to say about me at all. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Yeah, there's that. You would be the only one. You would be the only one to say. I have spent the last week now finding those people that he shouted out their response to that. I've seen earthquakes. I've seen Kevin Hart's. Um, Kevin Hart one I thought was interesting. His whole thing was like, if you want to come at me, that's fine. I can take it and all of that. I don't agree with what you said because it's not true. He was upset that Cat Williams went after, I guess, Tiffany Haddish. He's like, why you got to call this girl out who didn't do anything to you and hasn't done anything at all? And I'm like, that's that's an interesting take, and I can't disagree with that. He's selling tickets, man. I mean, it's 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 sad that that's where we are, but I mean... Netflix's Black Mirror did a great job of illustrating this in season one of their most, I mean, episode one of their most recent season called Joan is Awful. You know, it's like they have this algorithm and if they put out positive stuff, people just aren't interested. But when you put out absolutely it's awful, now everybody loves it. So when Cat Williams essentially taking full uh, license or ownership of Essentially, the same hype that you got from Chris Rock and Will Smith. Will Smith slapped the mess out of Chris Rock on the Oscars. Chris Rock doesn't say. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Can you hear me? We're no, back. yeah, you're fine. I thought you had just been dropped for a second. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a, I got a phone call. I apologize. So um, Chris Rock doesn't say anything until he does a Netflix special. And then it breaks all kinds of records because everybody was waiting to hear what he had to say. Now, what Cat Williams has done is essentially walked on stage and slapped all these people. He's getting ready to go on tour. He released, he he does. Club Shay Shay has never had these kind of numbers. Right. This, especially this early, you're talking 50 million plus views in a week, bro. Like this is, and it was so early in 2024. This is Tiger King. Right. This is Tiger. So it's what everybody's talking about. So now he's getting ready to go on tour and his, his tours are going to sell out because people want to see what he's got to say next. Right. You're right. That's, that, that is, you're exactly right. That's exactly what happened. But I wanted to start off this. When I sort of relaunched this. I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes here of the Joey Harris show. I did the Joey Harris show right after it was started in December 2013. You had the um, network. Yeah. At the, the Go Radio Network. I had the Comedy Shack on there Saturday nights. I did um, 44 shows. The network went down. I launched the Joey Harris show in December uh, 2013. Did that for over two and a half years, just straight for for the most part. I missed maybe a week or two in there, but I did shows to catch up. So there's more than that number of shows out there. And I would tell you, I'm like, you know, I I just figured that part of my life was over. All right. I did it for two and a half years, got it out of my system and did that. But I would occasionally go back and look at the numbers. And I'm like, why am I still getting numbers off of these things? And then so then my idea was for a while there in uh, 2017, 2018, 2019, going into 2020 was I eventually wanted to do like one episode a month just to make sure that people were still getting new ones just to build off of that. And then the pandemic happened. And I said, Oh, people are doing extra content now. And then I rebuilt this with new episodes, plus putting out classic episodes so that if somebody wanted for whatever reason, all of Joey Harris, they would be able to find it in one spot. 
So, but when I would have new people on, I did it with you. I did it with Nan. Everybody who's come on here, my first question to them would be: Since the pandemic has started, what what is something that you have learned about people? And whenever they would ask me, my response is always the same: People don't like being told what to do, even if it's in their best interest. It's, I found that it's got nothing to do with the pandemic, vaccines. That they People do not like being told what to do. And every single day almost, I am reminded of this, and I was thinking about it today. These are the people that get on my nerves, all right? You know this, TJ. You've been in several different jobs. You've done this. Every once in a while, you have to do team-building activities. I used to do it when I was in Maine and in charge of trainings for the most part, the first day, it's all about getting to know you. And I would do always do an icebreakers called this or that. So I separate um, them down the middle. I said, choose a side. Everybody goes to one side. I said, all right, now I'm gonna say like coffee or tea. You have to choose one, you go on one side of the room or the other. I said, now there may come, and it may be coffee or tea. You may be a person who doesn't drink coffee or tea. If that's the case, then in that particular instance, you choose which one that you would go to and go to and go to that side. I'd always get somebody to come across that and they stand in the middle. What are you doing? Oh, I don't do either one of those things. What did I just say? I'm not forcing you to drink either coffee or tea. I'm asking you to choose one. Oh, I can't do that drives me insane and i feel like i'm running into a lot of those this or that people lately got you uh so first off it it is it is it is in poor taste for you to mention training in higher education without mentioning hot lava so i'm gonna just (laughs) burn it hot burn it hot that was the funnest afternoon, man. Like we had so much fun that day. Um, and I, I guess look, lightening the mood for these people who don't want to be told what to do. But you're a thousand percent right, but people do not like to be told what to do. I mean, that's that's it. Even if it is for their best interest, they want to come to it on their own. Um, so I. You know, you know how I am, bro. I'm sending positive energy to you for all the people that you got to deal with, man. Because shenanigans does not take a day off. <laughs> I'm writing that down. That is the episode title. Unless we come up with something better, you are exactly right about that. Shenanigans does not take a day off. <laughs> I, love, I love how we get the titles of our episodes, man. Like. Oh my gosh, it's so great. That was authentic. It's true, though. It is absolutely true. And that's why I say that at the beginning, because you know you're going to run into those those people. I'm like, all right, I either have to deal with it as it comes, or let me do a little preemptive strike. <laughs> and they're over there on the other side, whatever, whatever, I do what I want. I won't. Whatever. So we have discussed this because, folks, I'm going to give you a little peek behind the curtain. CJ and I do talk uh, when we're not on (laughs) recording a podcast or YouTube or something like that. We do. And we discussed this in depth then, but I realized we had not recorded this. Kang's replacement. Because we got all the the, um, Jonathan majors uh, news out there i'm not getting not getting political not getting any judicial anything like that all right the story all of the news is out there it's got nothing to do with us they do need to replace them all right and we were talking about different people here and there and i said if they wanted to go somewhere they should do terrence howard because all of the implications you're like wait he was in the first iron man until he was replaced by Don Cheadle. And I'm like, yeah. And they could they could totally work that in too. I think that's where they should go. So 
now now that we are where we are um and now and now that i have time because you said that the first time and it blew my mind because when i thought about it i was like yo that would be perfect because you know there's so many implications there but weirdly enough having now been re-immersing myself into a show that terrence howard started and i'm like yo Terrence Howard's got the same jacket on him that Jonathan Majors has just been fired for. So I don't think that they would bring him back for that reason. You, um, you, 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 I, and it's it's crazy. It's like, but because I I didn't think about it then because I was just caught up in just the logic of what you said. It made sense, you know. But then I was like, man, I thought about that. But then I, I saw a report. It says Coleman Domingo mm-hmm. is um, in talks, and I like him as an actor. He's strong. So he's strong. He's on uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, um, he's played a couple other things. He's a, he's a strong actor, and with the multiverse being what it is, you know, you could essentially have a variant of the person that you've been introduced to. And it doesn't take away from what Jonathan Majors did on Loki, because I still think that two of his performances on Loki were amazing, because essentially in season one, he established He Who Remains as one of the just the most just dopest characters. Mm-hmm. And then in season two, while he played Victor Timely completely different, that one episode where he brings He Who Remains back and he's having these conversations with Loki, and he's thinking that at all at all points, he's thinking that he is the top. He knows everything. And this, when Loki shows him, like, nah, I got you. I've went up to you. And then this is again, he was a tremendous actor um, who, who's who's been human and made some horrible mistakes. So, um, my wishes of peace to him and his family, the victim and her family. You know, um, but like you say, you know, what's next? And I'm, bro, I thought about this the other day, and I'm sorry for talking so dang much. But what you told me about Deadpool 3, I was reminded of it mm-hmm. the other day when I was watching something on New Rockstars. And I just got so excited, man. <laughs> wait, dude. I'm so excited, bro. We got a long slog ahead of us, though, dude. A lot, of, man, a lot, lot in between here and there, but yeah, it'll be here in no time, bro. I promise you. And, That's and true. Like, like, can 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 we also whoever, uh, whoever made their New Year's wish at eleven eleven to get more TJ on the Joey Harris show? Thank you, because this is twice now. And this, this is January, baby. I'm I was just, trying to say, we're in January. You're like, I'm not supposed to be back until March. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I, whoever made the wish, every time I get a message from Joey, Joey's like, yo, you available? And I'm like, man, I don't even know why you're at. I'm going to make sure that I make time for my guy, especially when you calling me already? Yes, sir. Excuse me, it's Groundhog's Day. I have my <laughs> My Groundhog's Day party today. <laughs> you don't call me in February. <laughs> <laughs> like we've never done a Valentine's Day special. Hilarious. All right, but we need to we need to talk real here. All right, we're gonna break down something real. This week, Netflix and the WWE TK. Um, Endeavor merger deal announced that WWE Monday Night Raw starting in 2025 is going to be a Netflix exclusive show for 10 years at $5 billion. That being said, I want you to check my math here because math has never been my strong suit. I said, all right, 10% of 5 billion is 500 million. 1% 1% of 5 billion is 50 million. So I said, give me and TJ 5 million over 10 years. That's half a million a year. In taxes, they're going to take about half of that. That's 250,000 a year. 
We're going to split that. That's $125,000 apiece. We would give you far more return on investment for $5 million over 10 years than the WWE is going to give you over 10 years for, what's that, 100 times, 1,000 times the amount? However much, $5 billion is more than $5 million. And the sad thing about it is when you're talking, you're talking 10 years, a 10-year deal now is it's problematic. Well, it's it's a guaranteed five, but they can opt out after five. Like, listen, we're not getting the return on the investment. Mess. Okay, give us two, give us two and a half million over five years. Big time facts, bro. I mean, because what 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 I would I would love for us to I would love for us to do a travel show. It sucks because I don't want to travel anywhere, but I would love for us to do a travel show, man. Because I feel like when we go and have meals places. We right. leave the place better than it was when we got there. That you are absolutely spouting nothing but the truth because that place we went to in December, I bet you by February, we'll have a blondie on the menu. Big facts. Big facts. Because, uh, I mean, like, there's no reason, like, there's no reason you shouldn't at least have a blondie, baby. Like, there's no reason you shouldn't at least have a blondie. But still, and you know what? Since we mentioned it, I'm not going to go this weekend, but I will go next week um, to that Waffle House around the way because we've gone there twice. Yes. And I told you that I invited the crew to the show, and they came. So, And I haven't, I haven't seen them since. Um, so I, I want to go back. I need to go back out there and, and, and show them some love. But yeah, yeah, that's why I'm like. So if you, if you, if you Netflix, you know, want some 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 good comedy, some wholesome situation. You talking about sitcom, but it's not, but it's not scripted, and you get to feel good in the end. Man, get the hell out of here. Cut the uh, check. Oh, okay. All right. So. I have been putting some thought into this. I didn't just throw this out willy nilly. All right. We can do that. We can also do like, dude, if you, I'd say to them, if you want me Monday through Friday, TJ and I can do a daily show. 125,000 a year. We can both get a solid place and we can set up some nice studios. I'm like, let's talk what's daily going on Netflix. All right, what y'all gonna do? You see this? And we could be in the corner. You see that right there? That is a solid movie. And today we're gonna talk to the star of that movie and 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 roll it out that way. All right? You like we, that? Plus, this is, I'm also gonna do my version of like Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom where I'll be the presenter and I'm going to send you and Nan out in the field to reenact famous scenes from TV shows and movies. Our first episode of that is going to be you and Nan reenacting the Pine Barren scenes from The Sopranos. <laughs> now, I'm going to give you, don't tell Nan this. If she's listening, Nan, I love you. But I'm going to give you the option of whether you want to be Paulie or whether you... <laughs> So here's what I'm gonna tell you for comedic value. There's no Paulie Walnuts that isn't Nan Phoebe. I'm just gonna <laughs> put it out there. You tell me, Nan and Paulie Walnut, that is the specifically in the Pine Bears? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's Nan all day. I'll be Christopher. Who was that on the phone? Was that Tony? <laughs> I heard what you said, Paulie. You're trying to make it look like it's my fault. That's that's all I got. That's all I got. I can't do a real. I know the lines, but I can't. I can't give you much more, Christopher, than that. I I'm working on accents because Chris, Chris is, is is whatever it is. It is Spider. But y'all don't y'all don't remember Spider. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be season two. We, you can't do Goodfellas and Sopranos that close together. And again, 
no one is playing Joe Pesci's character except for Nan Fabric, baby. I'm a clown. I'm, a, I'm here to amuse you. Funny how. Funny how. <laughs> Give me that. Bro, I want that on repeat. I like to share a reel every now and again on Facebook. You give me that as a reel, I promise you. It goes ultra viral. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh, I just passed out. All right. Now, don't get upset. I got to lay down some stuff here, all right? You two do scenes from Driving Miss Daisy, but it's reverse. You're Miss Daisy. And she's hope. I'm trying to drive you to the store. And you're in the back of the car. What's going on up there? I'm trying to drive you to the store. I'm for it. I am for it, bro. Like, listen. All we have to do is uh, is film one episode. And then we get somebody to sell it to Netflix. So I'm saying... Now that I'm getting a little bit of experience, we can definitely do this. All right. Plus, the big one. Now, I've seriously been working on this because all these people and all these networks and stuff, I, I, I was telling somebody, maybe than you, I definitely know I told my family, QVC had a movie on yep. during the holiday season. So, you know, Netflix makes their uh, movies and all that. This is going to be, it's going to call a Netflix murder. Or, or murder comes to Netflix. You're going to play Terrence Press. All right. You're a brilliant deductive mind. You're a detective and all that. And you were married to this wealthy socialite. And so you retired. And one of the things she got you into was Netflix. Like back in the early days of Netflix, you were signed up for five discs at a time. <laughs> and on. you're like, I, you're like, I'm finally going to catch up on all the stuff that I've missed all these years solving crimes. And you were into it. You had your setup and all that. One day she went missing. Her car was found and there's blood everywhere, but nobody. So you withdrew from society. You cut off everything. Fast forward to today. You go to the Netflix headquarters and their CEO is having problems. I'm thinking a big time actor. For that, I didn't know. I didn't, don't know who it was. Ray Liotta would have been perfect had he still been living, but he's no longer with us. But anyway, they're going to get somebody famous, and and they're having people disappear and murdered and all that, and they're starting to like get clues. Like they leave like little playing card that's got like the Netflix logo on it, and they're like, he's going to drive us out of business. And they're like, and he goes, I know exactly what I need, and he calls us and he goes, reactivate account. 37. They're like, what? Yes, I need him. And it's you. And you come back in and you're all over Netflix with your thing. you got to figure this out. And about halfway through, you realize that somehow your wife was involved in all of this. So now you've really got to solve this mystery. That's how we... I'm just throwing all... Netflix needs to pay us money. Cut the check. Just cut the check. Back the truck up. You're giving them five billion, give us five million, 125,000 each. That's what we're delivering to you, Netflix. Quality. Quality entertainment. My dude, Tim Robinson, I give him props, bro. Like that show, I think you should leave. I, when I first saw it, like, because I remembered him from SNL. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get up the time of day. But then I watched it and I laughed. Like, he's a pretty funny guy, right? But I'm like, if you've got the, you've got some obscure shows out there, man. I'm like, eh, you know, we we can, we can reach some people, baby. And again, we're making the world better than it was when we got there. Let's, you can, you can get the, Right, like, so let's say it's a variety type show where we're out, again, having meals because I like the idea of us being paid to eat. Like, that, that's, just a, that's just fun for me. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting out somewhere and we're having a conversation and threaded through the conversation are clips um, of these sketches that we've done or whatever. 
but ultimately we interact with the 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 locals we interact with the the, the waitresses or whatnot that's just a feel-good freaking show man and we can have like part of that every episode was tj tries something new or try something he usually doesn't try. Because I feel like there are some foods you're like, I don't really mess with mess with those. There are. Like, like you could say, like, if you were deadly afraid of tomatoes, no, we're not making you try the tomatoes. But I feel like there's just some foods. Like, to me, I'm just going to throw some things out there. All right? So that, that I could land them. I could not land them. I feel like you don't really mess with eggs. And I feel like you don't really drink coffee. And, like... um. I feel like you'll take a strawberry, but you're not seeking one out. Are those correct? All right, so here's where we are on this, and it's hilarious because I tell everybody, my brother, you love me more than any human should love me. Um, I will drink coffee if I have to. Okay. Like, you, okay. Know, you give me a gift card to Starbucks, and we got a meeting at a Starbucks, then nine times out of ten, I'll get something. But if I have a choice, I'm going to the vanilla bean support okay. local. Then there, there's nothing. Okay, okay, I got you. All right. Now eggs. I don't know what indication I'm giving you to lead you to believe that I don't screw around with eggs. I love eggs, man. I am a quiche eating some bitch. Like I. <laughs> The, I well, think the reason I've said that is that every time we've ever gone out to breakfast, I don't think you've ever had an egg once. So, so you're not wrong. You're not wrong because I mean, specifically when we go to so, and I'm, I'm I'm about to name drops. So cut the checks. So when we would go to Hardee's, I would get the biscuits and gravy because right. I really like their biscuit and gravy. And then that last time we went was when they had the cinnamon raisin, and you know they hadn't done that in a while. Right. Then yeah, whenever we went to uh, the Waffle House, I don't, oh man. You're not wrong. I was more fetched on making sure I got my grits right than I was anything else, man. So you're not wrong. Okay. So here's here's what I'm going to tell you. I do have a very inappropriate relationship with eggs. I know I haven't introduced you to them, but hey, Joey, it's my friend Eggs here. We, we hang out as much as possible. Sometimes I like to put cheese in that bitch. But, um, and then lastly, strawberries. Okay. It's a, it's, a, it's a hilarious fruit where the seeds are on the outside. Um, I am a child at heart. Okay. That didn't start really appreciating fruits and vegetables until my latter years. So nowadays, you give me a fruit tray or a veggie tray, and I'm good for the day. I don't have to eat anything else. I will sit there and just gulp down the daggum veggie tray all day long. Even though you know I don't mess with tomatoes like that, but I'll sit there and dip those little cherry tomatoes in the ranch and make those things work. But strawberries, bro, I'll 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 do it. It's not it's not, you know, and for anyone who's interested in seeking me romantically. I'll put some chocolate on them things real fast. No, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, man, if I had a choice on a fruit, though, I'm going to go with a blueberry before a strawberry. I understand that. I can like and respect that. Speaking of which, I've been working on this Netflix uh, murder mystery thing. Your character, Terrence Press, I felt like I'm like he's got to have some sort of like, you know, because all the great detectives, you got to have some sort of a thing. His thing is, is that he really loves hot water. And that's what he's got to have all the time. They're like, is that coffee? Is he going to have a tea? No, hot water. And you come up onto the like the murder scene and you're, you're still blowing in your hot water. <laughs> still a little too hot. And you're like, and you know, people are like, is that coffee? Can I have some? And you just give them a withering look and you just continue to drink your hot water. I want to say how you always remind me of how connected we are, my guy, because my short film, uh, My Darling Lizzie, comes out on the 15th of February. And you create a joke around my character, Terrence Press, which uh, the second film is just going to be called Press. Um, 
having this affinity for just straight hot water. So my character, Patrick, and my darling Lizzie, once he's starting to lose his mind a little bit, is taking shots of just straight water. (laughs) (laughs) Straight water. So I'm like, only my guy Joey would would, would just have that for you. And know that we're going to make water funny. Also, spoiler for you all, Patrick eats the saddest sandwich you've ever seen in your life in that film. Saddest sandwich ever. Uh, I'm going to say without the studio coming down on me, baby. Now I'm waiting for February 15th. Right? You and me, man. I got more tickets. You you don't have to wait any longer because Disney Plus has released all five episodes of Echo. We were discussing your three episodes in. I'm two episodes in. What are your thoughts so far? I like the way they're they're doing it. Okay, so the game has changed a little bit. We got spoiled on Marvel because of the Infinity Saga's continuity. Now we're seeing that they can do independent projects. Um, still have it have some overall connection to other things, but they're getting into like they're rewriting um, Echo's power structure, but they're doing it in what I feel is a forgotten. Uh, I want to say fable because that's the word that I learned as a child. You know, when you're trying to teach a lesson and you're using, you know, um, all kinds of descriptive um, ways of telling the story. But I mean, it is, it's lore, it's, it's history. You're telling the history um, of these natives and how that has transcended. And now it's in that. I like, I, I like that. Like, I like that. Um, HBO did something similar with The Watchmen mm-hmm. in telling the history of the Tulsa massacres and riots. Like, that story, that history isn't told in school. No. But, you know, they use cinema as an opportunity to tell that. So now you're giving a very, very rich origin. And, and this is how this group you know, sees their origin and how they were brought in. I, I absolutely love that that uniqueness that they brought to it. I agree with that part and appreciate it. Um, I'm going to tell you, though, there are times, at least through the first two episodes, where I have a real problem with Maya. And I say that specifically when she comes back and her uncle... Uh, says, you know, you need to go see Bonnie or let Bonnie know that you're your cousin. Let your let her know that you're back in town. And Maya says, you know, her her feelings are none of my business. Or or, or no, it will break her heart if you don't. And and she said her feelings are none of my business. And then she says the same thing to her uncle. I get I get that. I get what you've been through and, and all of that. However. At least so far. Now, Bonnie could be the ultimate big bad and could be the kingpin's boss. I I don't know that so far. I'm like, Bonnie didn't do anything wrong and all of that. You could say, hey, I'm back just for a little while. I can't, you know, deal with being around you because of everything that's happened. I hope you respect that. You can say that and Bonnie can be upset. I'm on your side. But I feel like... Maya wants to take everything regardless. And this in the second episode, I'm going to try not to spoil anything. She gets her other cousin biscuits to, to help her with something that she's doing. And as she's ending that and she jumps back on the biscuits truck, she damages the truck. And I feel like, and then, you know, he's trying to sell his PlayStation four to get it fixed. Now it was his choice. He could have said no, But the part of the reason he thought he was just picking her up to take her somewhere. The reason that truck is messed up is because of her. And to me, it's her responsibility to get it fixed, not his. Well, a thousand percent. You're right. 
and you're 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 doing what I do oftentimes, and that's looking at a show through real eyes. Mm-hmm. No, we're but the thing about it is real world stuff. There are people that are that, and I say the word selfish. And I don't want it to be seen as a bad thing because obviously echoes. So we're trying to make her this hero, but her mission is all that she's focused on. Right. Be damned with anything else going on. Her mission is, but the thing about it is, I mean, it's like that with a lot of the characters, bro. I mean, it's, Oh, sure. Sure. So, I mean, it's just like now, you know, it's, it's 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 what it's what we're it's what we're talking about, but I mean it's just her that characteristic is so evident now, and I feel like them showing it is just it's a, it's I like it because it's 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 the mirror, like mm-hmm. this is who a lot of you are. Can you get pissed off at her enough to say maybe there's some of me there so that you'll want to be better? Right, right. Yeah. And I hope I, I need to go back and look at the credits. I'm hoping that they did so. Um, there's a character, if you remember the scene where the grandmother is delivering the mail in that car that kind of stops and goes, and she's like, and she delivers to that one woman who says, new car, and she's like, biscuits, barring the truck, and then he comes by in the truck, and it's just all messed up. She sees, he makes her face. The woman who is the woman that she's delivering it to is a fantastic actress and especially writer. She was one of the main characters and like I think the head writer of the show Rutherford Falls on Peacock. So I'm hoping that they have her or like got um, input from her about how to set up that writer's room if you're dealing with native people. Because she was, she is one of the best at it. That was a really, a really good show that they had for a couple of seasons on Peacock, and I'm just a big admirer of hers because she does quality work. Yeah. So the next thing is that I know you really don't do a lot with the NFL anymore. You may know who's playing, but you don't really watch the games anymore, which I can like and respect. But we had a discussion a couple of weeks ago. One of the playoff games was exclusive to Peacock, a streaming service that NBC has. NBC paid $110 million for the rights to that game to have it exclusively on Peacock. People lost their minds. They were going to boycott the NFL. They were going to boycott Peacock. They And that was the lowest of the games. The ratings for that game was the lowest. And they're like, oh, see, we, we showed them. But I looked it up today. 2.8 million people signed up for Peacock to watch that game. That's not the people who already had Peacock or had access to Peacock. 2.8. Now. If all of those people signed on and stayed on Peacock, which everybody knows is not, you're not going to get everybody. They would get, make their money back from that one game in four months. All right. Let's say half signed on. You'd make your money back for that game in eight, in eight months. I'm thinking this is that you're going to end up with the, the number of people who either get it and forget to cancel it and just say whatever or get it. And they're like, you know, this isn't that bad and keep it. I think they're going to make their money back in 10 months. And this is a business folks. It's entertainment business. It's not entertainment friends. If it was entertainment friends, they would pick us all up in Learjets and they'd fly us all to someplace where we could all watch the game in person. You know, that wasn't going to happen. They're like, why can't we watch this for free? Because it's a business. Well, I mean, here's, uh, bro, they're not even talking about it anymore. No, they like, oh, we showed them, we did this and all that. They should know not to mess with us. And then whatever it was going on to the next thing. You got, if, if you were a fan, you know, you know somebody that's got a password. I hope 
you know, a friend of yours, but you used Right. I don't. I and I and I, I I get it. The term fan comes from fanatic. So I mean, it's 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 not rooted in logic. And as I was once one of those people, I can say a lot of the stuff that you say and a lot of it, it's not rooted in logic. Right. Because you have, for example, we're going to come up with this guy, Todd Smith. Mm-hmm. Todd Smith signs a five-year contract. You are super excited that Todd Smith is on the team. Todd Smith goes in his first game and outperforms his expectations. Now Todd Smith wants more money. You as a fan say Todd Smith signed a five-year contract. He needs to honor that contract. The next game, Todd Smith sucks. And you yourself go on your socials and say Todd Smith needs to be traded. Wait, he had a five-year contract, baby. What happened? What, where's the, so it's like the logic, it changes so often. So it's just like you can't. I'm not going to say you can't take it seriously because, I mean, these are people's opinions and people want to be able to watch the game. I get it. I feel like when it comes to sport, there are certain sports that are acceptable Mm -hmm. for pay to play and then some that aren't. Football, basketball, football, baseball, I say basketball, football, baseball, and basketball are sports that are perceived as for the people. So 90% of the game should be offered on a platform where anybody can watch it. Boxing, MMA, they're totally fine with it being pay-per-play because it's so violent. All right. And uh, for you fans at home, the reason I said so violent like that is because you can't see the air quotes that I just did, but I wanted you to get an air quote vibe. Did you get it? I, I think wanted they to win. I, I think they did. <laughs> I'm sitting there yelling at their screens. I got it. I got it, TJ. I got it. <laughs> but I just looked up. Um, NBC paid the NFL $110 million for the rights to that game. NFL has their money. Yeah. You can be upset with them. They know you're going to watch the next week. All right. Uh, NBC loss related to Peacock amounted to eight hundred and twenty-five million in the fourth quarter. They lost eight hundred. They lost almost a billion dollars in the fourth quarter of twenty twenty-three. All right. They that that is their losses for the quarter. That's not for the year. That's their losses for the quarter, folks. Again, it is a business. They're going to take that almost a billion dollars and they're going to write it off, which means if they owe 10 billion, they're going to take that 4 billion and knock that off, which means they now owe taxes on 6 billion instead of 10. Because it is a business. But what's it? You don't, you don't want to know how the sausage is made. No. You know, you just want to commentate on the deliciousness or lack thereof of said sausage. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's 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 ultimately what what we have. We have Monday morning quarterbacks. Everybody's got an opinion the day after, so that's it. But they're still going to watch. You got you got two games this weekend. And the the winners of these games go to the Super Bowl, right? That is correct. People are going to watch. And in two weeks, they're going to watch again. People are going to watch. I mean, that's it's going to people are going to watch the Pro Bowl. Like it's it's. And I don't get. I don't understand that. Nobody. It's a trash game. No one really tries like that. That's been the 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 knock on it since back when I was watching. But people are still going to watch. People just, 
just, they just, you just, you just griping for the sake of griping. And when I say, what, what, where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in that? Like, just complaining for the sake of complaining. It's like, okay, you couldn't watch one game. Come on, baby. And I'll say this: if we're doing that deal with Netflix, if Netflix gets a uh, rights to show games, put me and TJ on kind of like demanding cast, the TJ and Joey cast. Because both of us at that point, I won't know any of the players. I'm like, all right, he's going to throw the ball there. He caught it. He caught the ball. You run with that ball. (laughs) I'll tell you what, bro. Like, people would tune in to watch it because it's like, you can still see the game, but now you're getting our commentary. I'm like, oh, shit, he's fast. TJ, you can't say that. It's Netflix, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell you, the only if I'm at home, nothing in the world stopping me from doing anything. I won't watch a game to save my life. If I'm out at a restaurant and the game is on in the corner, I get into it. I'm like, oh, he's got to go for the first down here. It's third and twenty-two. What's he gonna do? They're seven points by. I'm into it. So you combine that with us eating a meal somewhere every week, that that's where the money goes right there. Oh, that's a thousand percent where it goes, man. Listen, I I've said that I have not watched a sporting event since twenty fifteen. That would not be true because I've gone out to places and seen sporting events on TVs. I'm not going to just avert my eyes and look at the ground the whole time. No, nah, I've seen sporting events. I know what's what. But so when I say I haven't watched, I'm saying I haven't actively made the choice to sit down and watch a game. But you're right, bro. When you're sitting, when you're sitting, there's a restaurant up in Raleigh. I'm showing some love to them. Restaurant up in Raleigh called Ruckus. You know, it's the dopest name in the world. You know, Ruckus. They have really good food, and they have TVs all over the place. And I'll watch. I'll watch the game if I'm in town, you know, doing some things. Uh, why not? Hey, Ruckus, send a check. I have a question for you. You know, when you're in there, does somebody call the Ruckus? Like, do they have a Ruckus Wrangler? Oh, no, we have Ruckus Wranglers and Rabble Rousers. So you have to be prepared for the Rabble Rousers from the Ruckus Wranglers, because if you're a Ruckus Wrangler regular, then you're automatically a rabble rouser. Try and say that without like y'all don't understand. I wasn't prepared for any of that. And that just that just rolled off his tongue like he had it up in the corner. Like everybody hold up some. <laughs> I got cards. people standing in the They've been, they been real quiet, and and you're and you you hold up a sign that says hold up the, the rabble rouser ruckus cards, and they're like. Right. <laughs> Just pointing, pointing to people, <laughs> let them know what to do, bro. Like, y'all don't understand what goes on behind the scenes. There are so many people in my apartment right now to make this thing go. And y'all understand that TJ said I'm all over the place. So my my script writers have to be on point. And that poor person over in the corner, she's had to sneeze for like 25 minutes now. Professional. Like professional. <laughs> not make a sound. She's sweating so damn hard, bro, because she wants to sneeze so bad. Go ahead, girl. Go on out the room. It's okay. It's okay. We won't be able to hear you when you're on the other side. It's okay. But you know how we do it before I let you go, my friend, because you got a busy day ahead of you. You got a lot of got miles to go before you sleep. Give me a recommendation. So, y'all know, man, I... DVD captain of the world, man, vintage guy that I am. I told Joey, and I mentioned, I think I mentioned it earlier in the app. On on in my DVDing, I um I watched season one of Empire, which was a Fox show starring Terrence Howard and Taraji P. Henson, who has currently um been in the news having done the color purple. Um, But I watched season one and I wanted to see more of it because it Lee Daniels did a phenomenal job putting that show together. It's a great cast of people who some were established, some weren't. It's 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 a soap opera. You know, it's it's 
It's General Hospital. It's Days of Our Lives. Of all, it's all our children, but it's a, it's based around a family trying to keep themselves together and also run a a music label. So, um, because you know, Joey, you know, music is so important to my mental health that it's a show that has music woven through it. So right now I am on season four of six. I'm doing a rewatch. So I would encourage people to give that a try just because there's some beautiful, beautiful music and don't get caught up in the black faces to think that it's only hip hop and R&B. There's just really some beautiful music there. Um, So definitely give that a try and keep on the lookout for The Real Joey Harris Show featuring T.J. Johnson coming to Netflix. Cut the check! See, my recommendation, I'm going to throw it right back to you. February the 15th, the big day. Give everybody the details. Where can we where can we find your uh, so film? That, your film. That bro. Um, the director did a phenomenal thing and released it privately on YouTube so that I could actually see it. Um, but she can't legally release it until after the fifteenth. So on February fifteenth, we'll be in Marietta, Georgia. Um, for the film festival starts um, 6 p.m. on the 15th. They're doing um, their screening, all the entries, and then doing the awards at the end. The name of the film is My Darling Lizzie from the Storytelling of Tokyo Jameson. I am so proud um, of that. And I've got so many other stories working on, so I want to do a, a collection of all my stories later on. But you know, we're super excited and I I've got I've got four ticks. So Joe, if you're down, you know, we're in it, man. And I'm 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 beyond excited, bro. Like it's and we still got more stuff. Cause like I said, you got, I got miles to go before I sleep because we got more things coming, man. Like last week was dope. Um because I got the opportunity to 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 perform in, in a live situation, but yeah, just I can't wait till I can show you the movie, bro. Like, if I get to see you before the fifteenth, then I want you to see it because I have it. It's on my phone. But um, yeah, it's it's something else. It's different. It's different. How long is it? How long? It's Eleven, is it? Minutes. Eleven minutes. Yeah. So look for that and also for Joey and TJ all over Netflix. Cut us two checks. Cut the check all over Netflix. So that, I feel like that's how it's going to happen. You, you, we start with, you know, the real Joey Harris show featuring TJ Johnson. Then they're going to they're going to sign us to an exclusivity deal because they're not going to want us working with any other networks or streaming services. You know, because they've heard me say on the show how I only had Disney Plus at one point. And they're like, we can't can't let them go to Disney. Pixar would have a field day with that guy. So we got to keep them over here. So, yeah, they're going to have us do an exclusivity deal. So I'm going to have a cooking show. You know, you're, you're going to have, like, just uh, a show just dedicated to stand-up comics. You're going to be finding the next new stand-up comic. It's all going to happen. But the last thing, and the last thing that I want to make sure that I say, besides this, I love you, brother, and I appreciate you for always having me. Hey, Netflix, cut the check. If you say it enough, it has to happen. That that is true. That is true. I'm gonna go after we finish. I'm gonna say it in the mirror, and a woman named Bloody Mary is gonna show up and just hand me my check. <laughs> Don't, take that one. Don't take that one. That Don't one's take that one. That one's got your soul attached. I don't want you to take that one. Man. Oh no, no, I, I can't, I can't get that. Uh, a, a real quick one before we before we wrap up. Uh, my uncle, who's also my godfather, I saw him last weekend. We did a little birthday celebration around all of our birthdays, mine and my two sisters, and there. And he was saying that he had a big big week in in the past week. He had sold some stuff, and he goes, "Well, I hadn't really sold it yet." 
they've sent me the pictures of the checks. I haven't fully gotten the check there, but the and I, my whole thing was take the pictures to the bank, deposit the pictures. <laughs> like, look, um, you can see that. Then when the check comes, take the check. Keep it. There you go. Like here, you got just boop, and maybe they'll give you twice the money. I I did that. My first check for acting, the first time that I was paid to act, I deposited the check, but I I I put that thing on the wall, bro. That's what you have to do. I'm not, I'm not amateur have. anymore. No, I'm not amateur anymore. I'm professional now, and this is the this is the first symbol of professionalism. I see that every morning whenever I wake up, and it's a reminder that where you were yesterday doesn't matter. You can, can push forward. Anything can happen as long as you believe in yourself, and that check is a reminder of that. And now uh-huh. I've gotten I can't even tell you how many times I've gotten paid since then, but that was my first one. I've still got. The first time that I was paid to do comedy, I was paid a hundred dollars. It was supposed to be two hundred dollars, but they split it between me and the other person. I was told later by three people, like, yeah, we really did. We wanted to give you all the money, but it was some shenanigans involved. I still have that hundred dollar bill. I will never spend it. Oh, that's dope. Because because that's you're right. You're exactly right. That is proof. I got paid to do something that I love. Where there's nothing wrong if you if you put on a uniform or you put on clothes and you to go out there to do an honest day's work and you get an honest day's pay from it, there's nothing wrong with that. You do you. But when it's something that is so close to you and you get that thing, it hits different, man. It hits differently, especially when it's something that you've done willingly, you've been willing to do for free. Right. You love it so much that you're willing to do it for free just for the experience to say, I did that or I had fun doing that and that was enough. Well, now somebody is willing to look at what you've done and say, you're good enough to where I want to pay you for your services. Like, that, it does. It hits differently. It hits differently than going to work. You know, mm-hmm. like, you interview me for a job and you see me as being good enough to do that job. You offer me the job. I take it. I go and do the job. I get that first check. I feel rewarded mm-hmm. because I went to work and you paid me like you were supposed to. But it's different when it again, you've done this for free. I've been on stage for free, dedicating three to four months of my life to something for free when other people were being paid. Right. So now I'm able to say, you're going to pay me for one day of work to do what? You're going to pay me for 15 minutes of my day for do what? Bet. Bet. All right. Before you go, any and everything, go ahead and plug away, my friend. Hey, man. Uh, Shouts out to everybody who showed up to Coffee Cakes and Brews at at the Vanilla Bean. That was an amazing time. Y'all got to hear me sing House of the the Rising Sun. That was uh, 11 acts. It was featured in paper amazing time um big thanks to um pharaohs for featuring my parenting class in the paper um that um has a write-up coming i believe next week 24 7 dad super excited about my involvement in that um the african-american history theater um from where i live is doing a production on February 24th to raise money for a nursing scholarship at one of our local community colleges. So I get the uh, pleasure and honor of directing several plays that day. Um, so just keep your ear to the ground, man. I'm trying to do as much awesome stuff. And oh, I got rehearsal tomorrow because I'll be on set next weekend filming another movie. So Y'all, um, whether you for me or against me, you continue to live your best life, and I'm going to do the same. And you know Joey's going to be right there with you, man. I love you, brother. Thanks for always having me. Big shouts out to Nan, because she's going to be that Polly Walnuts, baby. Can't wait. That is just fantastic. Just the picture in my mind is just 
it 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 just blows me away. But Joey Harris comedy at gmail.com. If you would like to email me at the Joey Harris on any and all social media. If I'm on it, then I'm on it as at the Joey Harris. TJ, love you, my brother. Thank you all so much. We will talk to you next time.